get fired. All right, everyone. Welcome to a new <laughs> episode of Let's Get Fired. I'm your host, Drew Simon. Big changes to the podcast. Big change. If you can't tell, everything looks nicer. But also, I got a co-host. What's me? I got Clayton Palmquist. Fuck yeah. And today, for our first episode with a co-host, we got our first guest ever back on, Tanner Ralph. First time on camera, baby. From Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, yeah. <laughs> How does it feel to be back in the Holy Land? Uh, good. It yeah. actually feels, yeah, I miss I missed here a lot. Uh, not to diss in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City's great. There's uh, And, like, I, I thought uh, I'd be dissing on all the comics when I go down, went down there. No, it's a really good scene. Like, um... I'm not gonna say I suck. Like I, I feel pretty good where I am there, uh-huh. but uh, there's a lot of great comics down there too, and it's actually a pretty fun scene. Uh, just different from here, but I definitely miss yeah. Utah a lot. No, I understand that. I think Spokane to Utah was also very different. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and guess that Oklahoma City has more in common with Spokane than Utah. I would absolutely agree to that. Yeah. Oh yeah the uh, the main club there it's owned by the same people who own the Spokane club I think mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah it's the just the comedy club Bricktown and yeah. Spokane and Tacoma it's got all the same logos and stuff yeah right yeah. when you go to sign up for the open mic you can just choose from a list of which city you're in <laughs> so yeah it's a fun fun club yeah it's I mean I haven't decent. done Bricktown but I've seen pictures and it looks identical to yeah, the Spokane comedy same. club I haven't been to Spokane but you've shown me pictures and same thing looks yeah. It looks a lot so like I know what Laughs and Limited like. in uh, Sacramento too, because I feel like there's like three comedy clubs, yeah, like designs, and then they all just kind of mimic each other. Yeah. Well, so to get started here, you were our first guest. Yes. Well, my first guest. I guess there wasn't a we yet, and uh. nobody remembers because <laughs> <laughs> I think we had like seventy people listen to it. Which hey, that's for a bad. first episode yeah. ever, not bad. Not bad. I was pretty excited. Yeah. Um, but where you're going to proceed is if you have never been on this podcast okay, before. So first time. I am going to bet most of the people who are listening have not listened to that episode. Okay. I would say the biggest spike came is when Colin was on last time, which makes sense. Yeah. We we were talking about this just before we started. Colin's and that got, got almost 700 drop. downloads. Yeah. But then. The last episode I did with Garrett that had almost five hundred, so all right, I'm I'm able to maintain. So it went seven hundred to five hundred. Yeah. So to and the three hundred people that, listening like, to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I appreciate you uh, listening, and uh, make sure to follow me after the podcast at Tan Tan Rolf. There we go. <laughs> just get the plugs out of the way now. So let's just jump into the meat of it. Okay. okay? So, what was your first job ever? My first job ever? Um, does, like, mowing lawns count? No. No, okay. like, first job, like, you were on a payroll. Uh, I was a lifeguard when I was 15 uh, at a, just a summer pool. Um, Dude, if I saw a lifeguard now that looked like you, <laughs> I'd be like, I'm not fucking swimming here. Dude, whatever. <laughs> I'm fucking point as hell, man. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. But you're, dude, if there's a kid at the bottom of that pool, you're not getting. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to fight extra hard to get to the bottom. Exactly. Yeah, I've got the reverse problem of Seagate, where like I've got too much buoyancy, uh, and yeah, the deeper I go, the more I'm just trying to go back to the top. Yeah, uh, no, I was actually uh, You'd a be pretty like, good swimmer when I was younger. Really? Uh huh. Um, I think we all were. I was on the swim team, and like I was on the diving team. And, uh, yeah, like, the lifeguard training, like, you had to go get a 10-pound brick from the bottom of the pool, mm-hmm. which is super heavy when you're trying to swim, you know, the 12-foot uh, deep end. So, like, I was pretty fit when I was 15. Probably could kick my own ass now. Like, my 15-year-old self could kick my 34-year-old self's ass. You know? Dude, I think that's true for me, too. It's really... It's a fucking bummer. Yeah. Dude. That's not that's not true for me. 15-year-old Drew is a pussy. I could beat the shit out of that guy. Yeah. He only weighed 135 pounds. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I've got weight on myself, for sure, but... Uh, I've also got depression and lack of motivation on myself now, too, so... Damn, dude, you're bumming me out. 
I was just a lot more bright-eyed when I was younger because I hadn't experienced anything. Yeah, yet. dude. I feel like if you're a lifeguard now, Yo, <laughs> like oh gosh. now you'd be like that submarine. Yeah. Like you just implode when you get to the bottom. Of <laughs> People would be like, "We don't know where he went," and then a week later, they're like, "We knew immediately." Uh, <laughs> no, um, I remember because I was a lifeguard all through high school. Uh, and even like my freshman year of college, but even like by my freshman year of college, when I was like eighteen, nineteen, uh, there are some older guys who are still lifeguards there, and like you're like, this is this is weird. Like even I feel too old to yeah. be here. And then there's some guy who's like twenty five, which when you're eighteen, you might as well be like ninety six. You know? Yeah. Uh, it just felt weird, and so yeah, I never went back to life. Yeah, that, after that's that. a job where you definitely age out. You one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I sang the song You're 16, You're Beautiful in Your Mind when I was 16, and then when I turned 17, I never sang that song again. I was a lifeguard till I was 19, and then when I turned 20, never lifeguarded again. How old was the guy who wrote that song? You mean George Harrison of the Beatles? He was in his 30s. <laughs> Dude. But the 70s was a good time. 70s yeah. was a different time, guys. Different time. Better, better time. <laughs> So uh, yeah, oh, is it George or Ringo? It was George. Pretty sure George wrote it. Okay. Yes, yeah. dude. There was oh man, there were so many openly pedophilic songs back then. Isn't there a song that just starts with like she was just sixteen? If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's like fifteen of those. <laughs> dude, there was clips. I saw a YouTube clip of a guest on Howard Stern's show in 2003. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So not that long ago, and he was like, yeah, but like, I mean. Like a 13, 14-year-old party girl, she can consent. Yeah. Uh, fucking, I watched um, Old School for the first time, and he hooks up with a 17-year-old in that movie, and she's like, but she said she was 18. You better pretend you're 18 for the rest of this movie. And I was like, sheesh. <laughs> this movie came out in, what, 2001, 2002? Oh, man. It's uh, early 2000s. So, yeah, it's we say 70s, but it's it's a much more recent problem than that, for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude. Now we fucking hate pedophiles. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The sound now, of freedom. Now, the second we find out... <laughs> hell yeah, man. <laughs> we hate pedophiles so much, we don't address them here. We go to different countries and fight theirs, because we don't want to Yeah, dude, we got to get the icky brown ones first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. You got to build up to, like, dude, the white pedophiles, that's like the final boss of the video game. (laughs) It's like Epstein's Island. (laughs) They got their own mansions and stuff. It's uh, like a whole castle you have to go through. Yeah, dude. (laughs) It should do a Mario where you're fighting pedophiles. (laughs) I'd play that game, man. That'd be way fun. (laughs) Well, cool. uh, Instead of a star... You get uh, this this little thing that turns you to look like a sixteen year old girl. So if you tell the pedophiles in, then you use your hammer to beat the shit out of them and stuff. That'd be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> so what's uh, the worst job you've ever had? Mm. Call center. Call center. Yeah, I worked at a call center for like three to six months, something like that, before I wanted to blow my brains out, and I was like, I'm done with this. Dude, call centers are soul-sucking. It's legitimately the only job where I've wanted to kill myself. <laughs> like, legitimately, uh, the last day I worked, I was like, I would rather die than do another day of this, and I told my boss that, and I was like, so I'm going to put in my two weeks. And my boss was like, eh, you don't need to do two weeks. You can just leave now. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's how pointless I am to you guys. Yeah, that seems like a job where you can just kind of just go away. Yeah. No one's going to notice. Yeah. Uh, my boss was a nice guy. It's just a soul-sucking job. Yeah. It's the worst. Um, right. Okay. <laughs> my turn. Have you stolen anything from any job you had? Not that I can think of. Um, when I was a lifeguard, I definitely took advantage of the like free snacks and soda for lifeguards more than I probably should have. Like how much more? Um, so every, I mean, look at him. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a buck twenty when I started. Uh, <laughs> no, so every sh- every rotation, so every forty five minutes, you would be in the um, the two chairs that were at the pool, and then you would go back into the concession stand and run the concession stand for fifteen minutes. You would do that. Uh, every forty five minutes, I would refill my glass with Dr Pepper, and then I would pour. 
a shit ton of snow cone syrup into it oh my God, of the dude. cherry. Dude, I was I was swigging it <laughs> dude, out. Dude, you were in Utah before Utah. Yeah, way before. Dude, I legitimately wanted to start a, a restaurant called the Mormon Bartender. That was essentially what Swig is now. Uh, Swig is a I lot catchier. That's yeah, a- <laughs> it, is, it is a lot catchier. Um, but yeah, that I would do that every rotation. Like that snow cone syrup gets pretty expensive pretty quick. Soda's kind of cheap, and then I would always get candy out of the freezer and like ice cream sandwiches and stuff. Um, now, like we were allowed, mm-hmm. there there wasn't a limit, but if there was, I was definitely eating well beyond it. Uh, so technically, I never stole, but I definitely took advantage. Okay. Um, have you ever had sex with anyone at work? Uh, despite like everyone else who's on this show, no. Have you ever had sex with anyone from work, but not at work? Have you ever hooked up with a coworker? Uh, not sex. Um, I-, I made out with a few people that I worked at EFY with. Ooh, yeah. Um, EFY. That's uh, uh, especially that's a- for youth. It's a Mormon youth camp. <laughs> that uh, makes that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was a counselor. Yeah, I was, the Mormon I was a camp counselor. Camp. I was like, hey guys, let's all believe in Jesus, dude. So are all the counselors just making out with each other? Um, turns out all the counselors are gay, uh, which is the funniest thing to me. That like, um, of all, like it's a Mormon youth camp. We're we're all telling kids not to be gay and stuff, and then. I would say... I never heard that one time at EFY. Uh, we, I never heard, don't be gay. Oh, okay. But well. the whole time, I was like, I think this guy's gay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, so many of all the jobs I've worked, EFY is definitely the highest concentration of, like, co-workers ended up being gay. They were closeted gay. And then, like, after we were done working EFY, they're like, so... I'm gay, and a few of them married each other, which is fucking Whoa. awesome. Uh, Dude, so I hope they are hooking up with that each is, other behind behind the scenes. That is the right place for uh, gay Mormons oh, because, man. like, you got to be like peppy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, straight up, straight up. Uh, so I hope they're hooking up with each other. Um, no, I never had sex with anyone I worked with, um, but yeah, I did make out with a few AFY counselors that I worked with. Wait, so but you said everyone was gay, so. What, How many what dudes was his did he? Uh, <laughs> shout out to it. No, uh, <laughs> not everyone was gay, but it was like I said, the highest concentration of gay people I worked with. This is funny, but yeah. uh, how many of them are married now? Uh, of the people that I hooked up with, yeah, all um, the EFY counselors you made out with. I don't know. I I'd love to answer. I just you have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. At least one or two are married, but um, and one isn't. But I don't know. So, who is uh, the most annoying person you've ever worked with? Um, <laughs> that definitely goes back to EFY as well. Uh, for the reason you just said, it's very peppy. It's very charismatic. It's um, everyone who works at... Well, I shouldn't say everyone, but a lot of people love to work EFY because they're entertainers and they mm-hmm. love being the center of attention. And when Yeah, you're in, lots of theater kids. Yes. Dude, I yes. could... Because I only went to EFY once and I was yeah. 17. And I remember just the vibe of the counselors. I, dude, I mean, I didn't like theater kids. Yeah. So I just. So imagine, <laughs> like, the worst theater kid you've ever met. That's what EFY counselors were like. Um, so. Uh, How many years did you do that? Five. I worked EFY for five summers. That's uh, wild. Almost. Until a, you aged out. Yeah. Uh, I, I did try to apply. I was kind of. My last year. Um, I wasn't on a specific team of counselors, and so they kind of threw me around different teams the whole summer, and I was kind of bitchy about it, and I, I kind of let the office know. like, um, They asked me to do some things that were more than was on a normal requirements, and so I was like, well, if you're going to make me do two jobs, you're going to pay me more, right? And they're like, no. And I was like, well, then I'm not doing two jobs here. Uh, and so they got a little upset about that. And so the next year when I tried to apply again, I think that kind of ruined my reputation with the office staff. Uh, but I did try to work a sixth year. I did age out, and then they removed the age restrictions, and I tried to work uh, a sixth year. Dude, so you loved it. Yeah, it was the best headache I ever had. Like, uh, yeah, I'm out of the church now. I don't believe in the church at all. 
I still loved my entire time at EFY. Um, it was way fun. Dude, I don't think I could, ever could have yeah. at any point in my life ever worked EFY. No, of course you couldn't. You too. <laughs> yeah. Mm, this is so stupid. Nothing fun is great. Nah. <laughs> I'm a Seahawks on, fan. Nah. Yeah, it's no, that's you, fair. That's yeah, fair. You can't let your guard down. That's why. <laughs> like EFY, especially working EFY, you have to be willing to look stupid. And I don't think you ever are. And I don't mean that as a diss. Um, I think that's just part of your personality. Is is you can't let yourself look stupid in front of people, dude? I feel like I'm going to therapy right now. <laughs> this is wild. I've never heard this said about me. Uh, <laughs> which is fun because we are comedians, and as our job, we are making asses of ourselves in ways. Um, but yeah, that's that's part of EFY. Is like it's it, it was just yeah. You, yeah, you have to. It's very silly. That's yes. the word I'd use to describe it. Silly is right, and that's who I was. That's who I still am. So the coworkers you had there were the worst ones you've ever had, though. Some, some were great. Some, some of them I love. All the gay ones are my favorite people. That's the that's Dude, the truth. All the ones would, who ended up coming out of my class, le- I was like, you no way, man. <laughs> Those would be my least favorite ones. I, be, I would be like, you better not be gay, dude. Uh, <laughs> see, those were the people I hated working with the most. Um, it was the ones who were very holier than thou. Because I think all the gay counselors I knew, they were just trying to figure it out themselves. And I think that's why they were counselors is because they're like, I'm trying to make this work for me. And if I can do that, then I can help someone who's in my situation. I know that's why I worked EFY. Because, like, I had my own doubts of the church at the time. And I was like, well, if I can, like, figure this out myself, and if I can be an example to other kids who are in my mm-hmm. situation, maybe I can help them. And I feel like that's what a lot of these uh, gay counselors were like, especially because I was working there from 2012 to 2015. So the church was, I mean, it still is, but especially back then, incredibly homophobic and was, like, doubling down on a lot of homophobic stances. So to be closeted yeah. gay Mormon at that time had to be like such a huge It was a, a good time. A good time for the straights for sure. I know. Uh <laughs> they had it going on. Yeah. No, we've given up too much ground since then. Yeah, that's why I left. You know, I was like they got weak, man. <laughs> they got weak on their positions. Dude, I I know people who've left the church cuz they're like the church has gotten weak on the gays. Yeah. Has it what did No, it hasn't gotten no, weak dude, on the gays but really though. I uh, mean Dude, there's a guy I know. Uh, They're like, don't make like, fun of them anymore. That's pretty much all they he was like, <laughs> Yeah, They still can't go to heaven. They still can't get married or like participate this, in anything. This one dude was like, them. President Nelson said get the COVID vaccine. I'm out. Oh, like, yeah. I knew a ton of people. I do who, remember that one, too. That's uh, a fun dynamic. Oh, dude. Well, dude, uh, tell me about the worst boss you ever had. Ooh. Okay, I, I worked at a uh, restaurant popular here in Utah called Cafe Zupas. Dude, I love Cafe Zupas. It's pretty good. I yeah. will say, I worked there uh, for a few years in college, and like nothing shady went on in the restaurant. So, like, it's a legit restaurant. I hated working there, but yeah, that's the, when the restaurant is legit. That's it's pricey. Where that's Amanda why. and I would go eat to like feel like the, we're eating healthy, even <laughs> though it's not healthy at no, the all. The salads are all right if you get yeah. the dressing on the side. The sandwiches, sandwiches that's are where, great, dude. Yeah, their brisket sandwich, pure, yeah, that's where they get you. Yeah, where they get you. That it's not like they're being coy about it. Like, have our super healthy brisket sandwich. <laughs> That's on you. Healthy. That's on you for looking at brisket and thinking, well, it's at a salad restaurant, so maybe it's <laughs> fine. Dude, they try yeah, brisket. Brisket, super healthy. Man. It's also it's a it's grilled it's a grilled cheese brisket sandwich, so it's not. Oh, uh, that does sound. Good. It is really good. Uh, do you dip it in like the Wisconsin cauliflower soup? No, I I only do the Southwest. Uh, oh, the chili. Chilies. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a good that's soup. Super healthy, man. Dude, very yeah. healthy. Uh, okay, so okay, your so, boss. So yeah, so I'm working there and like. My boss was training me to be a supervisor, but like behind my back, I found out he was like, I'm just not sure about this kid, but wasn't letting me know any of that. So like, didn't give me anything to work on and was just like, he was never there. Like when he was managing, like you could tell his brain was in like a million other places and just wasn't paying attention to the line. Um, And like anytime you'd request uh, a different schedule for the next week, would never get it. So just wasn't a good manager, but also the way that he trained me all the way up 
and so he was like, yeah, they they didn't want you to be supervisor, and it was him I found out the whole time who was yanking my chain. So I was like, fuck you, Mark. And then, but as much as I hated him, oh, and he was super holier than thou, Mormon too, and like just bring that up. Is this before or after EFY? Um, before. So I was, you know, I was still heavy. I was in the church, like in it, in it. But like, I just hate holier than thou kind of Mormons and like. He brought it into the workplace a lot. Um, anyways, as much as I hated him, he quit in the most baller way possible, which is he just walked out mid-shift as a manager. I was like, fuck yeah, man. I mean, it's at a fast <laughs> food awesome. restaurant. Huh? It's at a fast food restaurant. Yeah, so. yeah but it's that's a, fucking chaos, yeah. dude. <laughs> I mean, like, it sucks <laughs> when like, someone doesn't show up for their shift, like just a normal... For the manager's mind, just mind like, shift. I'm done. So for the yeah, for the manager to be like, all right, see ya. Uh, it screwed everyone over, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Props. That's uh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. And when I quit Zupas a few years later, I did it the exact same way. Really? Nice. Yeah. That was one of our questions for later on. Oh, I was going to ask. Well, I was going to ask if you'd ever quit before without putting in two weeks. Uh huh. Yeah. I uh, I I was super frustrated um, with the job at that point. Uh, I didn't so like I went away for the summer and I came back for school in the fall. I didn't really want to work at Zupas, but I couldn't find another job, and so I just kind of reluctantly went back and was like, "Hey, can I work here again?" And so I didn't really want to be there. And then they were training a ton of new people, and so because they're training them on the line, they were making me go out into the lobby and just be the um, the trash person the whole mm-hmm. time, like uh, the busser. Yeah, and I. Like, one or two shifts, that's fine. But it was, like, two weeks straight where I kept being busser every day. And I told uh, the manager, I was like, can you not today? Like, can I just be anywhere else but busser? And he put me on busser. And so as soon as, like, it got busy, I was like, fuck this. And so I just wrote on a napkin, I'm done. And I put it up on the on the shift, like, on the schedules. And then I went home. And then I went and played volleyball with my church. And I fucking killed it that day. <laughs> Sounds it was like a, a dude, it was a fun day. That's a, that's a good time. Dude, rage walking quitting. out on your job, rage quitting, it's such a rush. Dude, I uh I've never done that, but I fantasized about doing that before. That's fucking amazing, man. So you you just straight up you just walked out. You didn't did you did you tell anyone or did you just like just Dude, I didn't even tell myself until it happened. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was that spur of the moment. Uh so no, I just I didn't see anyone. I just legitimately wrote it on a napkin, said I quit, put it on the, the schedule. No one was back there. Um, and then I, yeah, just walked home. Dude. Fuck yeah, dude. It was, uh, the, it was so fun. The closest thing I ever had compared to that mm-hmm. was uh, I worked at Winco Ooh. as a cashier for only a week. It was the worst job I ever yeah. had. And I had a buddy from Rexburg who was like, dude, I can hook you up with a job as a flagger. And Winco was paying me $9 an hour. And the flagging job, I mean, this is pre, like, inflation, like, you had some purchasing power, but, like, uh, the flagging job this guy was hooking me up with was 15 an hour, which right now, in 2023, would be, like, $23 an hour. Like, it was good money. Yeah. And so, I called my boss, and I was like, hey, I quit. I was like, I got a new job. And he's like, well, can you come in today? And I was like, nah. What part of quit do you not understand? <laughs> and I was like, I'm not I'm not even coming in today. Dude, I didn't even come in to pick up my check. Oh, there you go. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It wasn't until like five years later I got a letter in the mail from one co like, hey, we're trying to pay you, but we have no way how oh, to do it. That's awesome. And I just got that check like six months ago. Yeah. Oh, no way. There yeah. you go. Nine dollars. How long ago was this? But, dude, I... Uh, this was like 2014, 2015. Sheesh. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that is, yeah, minimum wage federal is still 725 And right? so, like, when I put it into the inflation calculator, though, so what they paid me was uh, $206. Uh-huh. But, like, it, the money's been so devalued in the last, like, six, <laughs> seven years yeah. that I got paid way less than that. Yeah, you got, like, 16 cents out of it. Yeah, yeah. it's a bummer. And you get taxed seven of it, so you got nine. Well, uh, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next question here. What's uh the worst like instance of time theft that you've ever committed? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, my uh my previous job, um, it was hybrid 
uh, you could work, you know, at home or remote uh-huh. or in office. Um, towards the end, when uh, we all knew we were going to get laid off, uh, the c- company was uh, not doing well. Oh, this year, last one here in Utah. Yeah. Dude, the company was not doing well. We all knew it. No work was coming in. Uh, we were openly working on personal projects, playing Super Smash Brothers in the office. And then there's many days where I was like, all right, I'm working from home today, and I just wouldn't even log on. Like, I would just go do whatever that day. <laughs> Dude, Sleep that sounds in. like a sweet job. Uh, it was pretty sweet. I mean, I guess economically end, that's not sustainable. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, we knew. We knew what was coming. Um, but yeah, like you'd go to work and we just play Mario Kart and Super Smash Brothers, like in front of our bosses. And it was like, what? You got work for us? Like, give us something, man. <laughs> I'll gladly work right now. Um, so maybe that. I'm not sure if that counts as time theft or not because there was nothing to do. But I will say there were other days where I did have stuff to do, and I was like, you know what? But it's not due. I can get away with, with with just sleeping in a little bit here. You know, maybe taking an extra long lunch. Uh, working from home is great because nobody knows. Dude, yeah. I uh, So my job is being shipped overseas, so Ooh. which sucks. But uh, I've been working at home, and yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I, I take like hour and a half lunches every day. Dude, I don't, and like, I don't even feel bad because what's being asked of me is being done. Right. So like I am putting in good work on time. Yeah, Clayton's not doing his work at all. Oh, okay. Well, that's different then. <laughs> um I did. Yeah. I did like a little bit today, man. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Zupas. I would always just go hide in the walk-in freezer. I feel like everyone in restaurant jobs do that. Where like when you're done, you just go stand in the walk-in freezer for a bit because like standing in there feels so good too. You're just like roasting from the line and standing in front of a grill, right? And you just go stand in 32 degrees or however cold the freezer is and just like hide from everything. I did that a lot. Yeah. I don't think I could ever do a restaurant job. Uh, they're not fun. No, dude. They're not fun. I, I worked as a dishwasher in high school, mm-hmm. and I think that's when I realized I could never work in a restaurant. Yeah. Uh, dishwasher's not too bad, because like, you just get to play your own music and just kind of chill in the back. Um, it's still not fun, but it's not the worst, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, I can't do it again. <laughs> what... Uh so, would you say EFY? Was that your... That's how you say it, right? EFY. E, e especially, yeah. Yeah, that one. Uh, so, would you say that was your favorite job of all time? Um, that one and my, my last... The current job and my last job were my favorites, for sure. Of, like, Chamber Media was, was a blast. Um, what did you do? I was a copywriter there, uh, but also an actor. And then, like... Um, would just hang around You're an on set. Actor. Yeah, dude, you were on camera. I was on camera. I have a you got I have an acting, acting credits. Reel. I have an acting reel, man. Really? Yeah, dude. You can look up the Tanner Rolf acting reel. Yeah, when we put uh, this on YouTube, we'll impose some clips of your acting. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly. I had very few talking lines. Really, if I was an actor, it was because they needed an extra to kind of like fill out the back of the scene. Mm. Um, and I'd just be around, and I just liked being on camera. So yeah, and you'd uh, really fill it up. Yeah, I do. I do fill it out, man. Uh, it's uh, I am worth two or three extras. It's uh, it's nice. No, it's really fun because remember uh, we did that weight loss Dude, contest. I was about that when we walked in. <laughs> remember, remember how we went to an all-you-can-eat buffet before the weigh-in, dude? And then we ate too much, and I had diarrhea right before the weigh-in. So I was like, all that work for nothing, dude. What was the worst is weighing in backstage it said like 257 258 which is what i expected yeah on stage was it i was 261 (laughs) it was the heaviest i ever weighed in my whole life same i went over 300 really Uh uh-huh and i was like (laughs) dude we just had our worst worst. okay okay. and the worst i was expecting us to to be weighed and the crowd to be like oh you know like that (laughs) no the worst is the crowd didn't respond so like the Amanda reads three hundred and one pounds, and the crowd's like, "Yeah, that that <laughs> that adds up. That checks. That's uh, that's exactly what I expected to see here, dude. I'm down to two thirty now. Hey, yeah. are you really? Yeah, I have not weighed myself in a while. I uh, I went to. Uh, I You're in a new a, relationship. Uh, uh, people, yeah. dude. That's when you dude, pack it on. I'm not just in a relationship. She's a baker. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. You're screwed, <laughs> dude. It's uh, pretty awesome. She works for this high end bakery in Oklahoma City. 
and uh, she'll just bring stuff home all the time. Or like, I'll go see her at work, and she'll bring out like these little like croissants and stuff. It's the best Ooh, French chocolate toast croissants. I've ever had. Yeah, they make some chocolate croissants. I had one that was like strawberries and cream. So yeah, that's game good, over. Man. Yeah. Um, I I did go get a health checkup though. And uh, I'm not even in pre-diabetes, which is funny because I know really skinny people who are. And I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> dude, that's wild. I, uh, yeah, dude, I was convinced. Did you hear? Oh, this was vibrating. Oh, uh, I was checking to make sure I was still in frame, leaning back. Okay, dude, in February, I thought I was going to die. Like, I started getting, like, intense, like, chest pains. Oh, yeah, those happen. Because Amanda and I went... That's <laughs> just normal. You just live yeah. with it. Yeah. Every dude, now and then suck I'm like, it is up, this you, it? <laughs> suck it up, you pussy. No, dude. So, I was, like, door dashing, right? And I was, like, walking up apartment steps. And then I was like... <gasps> Shoot. And uh, one time I fell. Like, it hurt so bad. Like, I just collapsed. And I was like, dude, I'm going to die. But I don't have health insurance. So, I went to a free clinic. And then I found out uh, free clinic is code for Mexican clinic. Oh, yeah. Because I was the only white dude in there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're also all the undocumented dude, citizens going to go. So they bring me back into the doctor's office, right? The doctor walks in. He looks at me and says, do you have a patient with you? <laughs> he thought you were a translator. Yeah. I was like, dude, I am the patient. Did you and say it And he was Spanish, like, oh, I'm like... so sorry. No, he thought I was a volunteer. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. You look like a volunteer. That's yeah. what he said. <laughs> Which was way more racist yeah. than me calling it a Mexican clinic. Yeah, because... true. <laughs> so what was, what was the situation? Was it just stress? Was it... Oh, no. So we started, Amanda and I went to the gym uh, in February. Uh-huh. And it was like the first time we had like worked out seriously uh, in a yeah. while. And uh, if you get become fat as shit and you work out, um, I did upper body like chest workouts, and apparently I inflamed all the cartilage between my ribs. Yeah, dude. Oh, that's that, good to know because I keep thinking I'm going to go start working out again. Yeah, dude, you got to take it easy. You can't just <laughs> jump into it. That's not the thing to hear though, because I'm going to go into gym and be like, ah, but I'm supposed to take it easy, so I guess I'll just come and sniff the sweat in here yeah. and leave. Dude. I uh, I think that you are going to be at a better starting place than drew though uh i don't know if you remember this at all man but drew used to fucking be out of breath getting on stage man or oh dude really? i'm still doing that <laughs> i'm still doing that right now i would too but like i think I it's a, it just anxiety for uh, me amanda's yeah. thinking it's a nerve like psychological yeah. thing i think it Which, is for me too like you get you get that rush of yeah. adrenaline even though it's like how fucking lame is this like it's an open mic. I shouldn't get this excited for an open mic, no, but dude. I'm just happy. And so, like, you get that sudden spike of adrenaline when you hear your name, and then it drops because it's not really that intense of a situation. Me, and so you're like, why am I breathing? Yeah, dude, me <laughs> not being able to breathe, like, has ruined a few sets at Wise Guys. Yeah. Because, oh, like, yeah, dude, I'm, like, totally, like, Clay didn't even point it out. It's like the yeah. crowd could tell, like, I wasn't breathing. Oh, jeez. That's, uh, that's funny. Uh, no, not being able to breathe just ruins sex for me. You know, that's, uh, <laughs> the joke I do right now is like, people always ask about soaking in Utah and I was like, I don't think it's real, but I do soak. I just call it catching my breath. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the next question here is, uh, if you could, we did this one last time. If you could wipe one country. Oh. Yeah. Off the map with a nuke, which one would it be? I should have I should have come prepared too. Um, are we restarting over? Or are there countries we're starting that can't over? Be, are there countries that can't be wiped off because other people have nope, said something? We're okay. restarting the board right now. Um, Next episode, I'll have a map. We're yeah. gonna cross them off. I mean, could you imagine the global um, impact if if you chose China? Because like China, China or India. Like they, I, I want to choose one of those two because they're the top two contributors to climate change and like all the pollution in the world and stuff. But they produce so much too. You look like a guy who would want to kill all the Indians and Chinese. <laughs> I know, I do. I know, I do. <laughs> hey, last time I said Italy and then you made fun of me for it for the next 10 podcasts. Dude, Italy is dope. I want to. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, we also looked up who would uh, who had the most pedophiles. Was it South Africa? It was India? India? Well, then we got to do India. Fuck yeah, we got to get rid of India. Goodbye, Quran. Yeah. <laughs> oh shoot, <laughs> that's right, 
Dude, it was so fun when I had Quran on. I we asked can keep him. Quran here. <laughs> oh, he's in Pakistan Dude, without hesitation. He, without right? hesitation, yeah. it was so quick. I, I hate to admit, I've listened to a lot of your episodes. Like, I miss well, you thank guys. Thank you. I, I appreciate you it. Yeah, I need so it. It's, it's good to listen and, and just pretend like I'm still there in the Utah scene. <laughs> All right, next question here. Have you ever sexually assaulted a coworker? Oh shit! No, no. <laughs> First of all, you're not going to get anyone to confess to that on the show. <laughs> so even if it was true, no one's going to be like, "Fuck yeah, man!" It's a, Dan, it's what's a, wrong with you, Drew? <laughs> it's a question that Clayton pitched, but you know what I said? Mm-hmm. I said, "You know what? Eventually, <laughs> we might be a hundred episodes in." Yeah. Someone is going to say something. <laughs> like, yeah, I went to prison for it and everything. <laughs> no, no, I've never sexually assaulted any co Have you ever wanted to sexually assault a oh, co-worker? <laughs> Have you? No, I've only wanted to consensually do things with them. That's good. That's there good. wasn't just someone you hated? <laughs> Not in that way, no. Uh, do you ever get like murderous thoughts at work? Hell yeah! Who doesn't, man? Not Heck lately. Yeah. Um, but of yeah, of course, like, not at your current job. No but other jobs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like what, call center man. It wasn't just me. I wanted to kill. You know, <laughs> I wanted to murder everyone and everything. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's what mind-numbing jobs do. Yeah. Have you ever uh, stolen food from the break room? Um. No, but I have, which I think is even worse, eaten food in the break room that was way too old to still be eaten. <laughs> you know, like, uh, you worked at call center. Did they do the pizza thing on Fridays for you guys, too? I feel like every call center. I did. I worked at one call center that did Pizza Hut every like, Friday. Yeah, I feel like there's call centers that will do Pizza Fridays to, like, make their employees less sad. And then it's, like, Thursday the next week, and there's still pizza there. And I'm like, you know how sad I am? I'm going to eat this pizza. Uh, so I've eaten week-old pizza that's just, like, out there, which I will say I think you, is worse than stealing food. I will say this. You have the face of a guy <laughs> who week-old pizza. <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> uh, dude, uh, there was uh, – I, I want to say one story. So when I worked at Comcast uh-huh. – uh-huh. We had a break room, but there was like a self checkout thing where they like they sold stuff in the break room, like snacks, like hot pockets, chips, and whatever. Yeah. And they had cameras in there, and there was this one chick who got fired from stealing without, like, she was grabbing stuff without paying. Dang. And they had like a no tolerance policy if you were caught. Dude, the worst part is that she definitely weighed like 300, 400 oh, pounds. Of course she did. Man. And so that was like the ongoing joke in the office. Oh. You don't want to be the fat person getting fired stealing food from the break room. <laughs> Remember, it's it's kind of like uh, Lost. Remember the show Lost? Yeah, I, I never saw you it. You seem sad that I brought this up, so no, let's, I, let's not even worry about it for the podcast. <laughs> there was a fat character in Lost, and people were speculating. They're like, why is he never losing weight stuck in an island? So they eventually wrote into the script that like he found a hoard of food and was just hoarding it to himself. <laughs> that is very funny. It's, it's hilarious. And he was a very fun character, too, Hugo. Yeah. That oh man, that show was great. Um, I uh, was not a fan of the ending though, man. No, it, if you want a story with like that that wraps up every event that's going on, Lost is going to piss you off. Right. If you watch Lost just for character development, it's I think the ending is fine. But uh, yeah, it's there was so much closure that Lost did not give. Yeah, uh, and, and a lot of fans got very pissed about it. Um, I'm fine with it, but again, I think you just got to watch it for a character standpoint, right? So, um, have you ever cussed at your boss before? No, no. Have you ever? No, I wanted to for okay. sure, but no. Did you ever? Like write a speech in your head. Like. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. Of course, yeah. Of co- everyone does at Cafe Zupas. Yeah, Cafe Zupas at EFY. Every job, even my current job, where I felt like stressed out. And Dude, the not EFY being one would have been the right. funniest one because there'd yeah. be no swearing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just be like you, mother trutter, you freakers, <laughs> go to dang heck. You're bumming me out. 
And that's you're, so not cool. You're such a jerk face. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and, no, I, 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 yeah, you, everyone writes speeches. Like I said, even for my current job, like there's just days where you're just stressed out and you're not feeling validated or warranted. Uh, and I think those are the days where like you're writing it out and you're like, hey, quit fucking sleeping on me, man. Uh, but uh, no, I haven't, I haven't written them just mentally. Okay. Have you ever called a boss retarded? No. No. Um, not to his face and not recently. Uh, I, I try not to use that word anymore. I I don't know where it's standing. That does make you a good person. I know, yeah. Um, but, look, let's not all act like this switch didn't just suddenly happen in 2011 or 2012. Yeah. Before 2012, we were using that word. Very yeah. casually. Yeah, all three of us are in our 30s, man. We yeah. like, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, context, I'm 30 now. It's a bummer. For context to the 300 listeners. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, before then, yeah, absolutely. I, I would have said I that. Never, like it, I never stopped. I know you didn't. You said that out. Dude, you know what's really funny? Uh, so, like, that switch did happen, but it was, like, while I was on my mission. Yeah. And so, I came home. I left in 2012. I come back in 2014. And I meet up with a friend. Uh, I had a layover in L.A. when I was flying home to see my family. And my roommate was from L.A. So he met me at the airport for my eight-hour layover. And we got in and out. Yeah. And I was like, dude, so what's up with the world? Like, what's going on in America? Because I was in Guatemala for two years. Uh And then the first thing he said is, well, you can't say fag anymore. Oh, that was a fun one, too. (laughs) I was like, they took that away? It was such a great word. And, like, even South Park did that whole episode. With the bikers? Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a moment where we're all like, yeah, it's too fun of a word. Oh, yeah, uh, dude. And then, it's, no, again, it's another one that like I just can't get myself to say anymore because it's, yeah, it's it hurts the wrong people. Still. No, dude. Yeah, me and Clayton, we're still, we're, we're the yeah, last of the Mohicans, well, dude. We're, uh, <laughs> we're from, uh, you know, we're from the Oklahoma, the West Coast. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> dude, dude, we're holding the line, dude. Oh, we're, yeah. we're the last I'll, of the Mohicans. I have a show in Oklahoma next week that's like an hour and a half south of Oklahoma City. So I'll, I'll definitely use the word there. I'm sure they'll be uh, very appreciative. Yeah. Uh, I'll be very welcome there as long as I put on just like jeans and a t-shirt uh, and take off the earrings. They'll be like, oh, he's one of us, man. Yeah. Dude, I will say this. when we, I, Well, Clayton was actually homophobic in high school. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I was covering up for... <laughs> You were the stereotype of, yeah. like, you were homophobic because you were gay. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, dude, like, I never, ever would have called a gay kid fag. Yeah. You call your straight friends fag. Yeah. When they do faggy things. Yeah, which is a direct quote from The Office yeah. about the other word. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm still a fan. Well, speaking of, like, words, uh, when's the last time you said the N-word? Oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I never have. You look man. like a three months ago kind uh, of guy. I never have. You've wait, never wait, wait, said. Wait, never wait, you've never uttered it. Uh, okay, definitely <laughs> while like singing Kendrick Lamar in the car to myself uh, on accident. <laughs> on accident, it's, yeah, it's dude. Like so a, you're like rapping, and then you like catch yourself. You're like, Whoa. so I try to say wizard because of a Donald Glover stand-up bit where his mom wouldn't let him say the n-word, so he replaced it with wizards. So, like, if I'm singing along to Kendrick Lamar, I will try to be like, a young nappy-haired wizard with the world behind him. Uh, you know, it's funny. There's some grand wizards who love saying that. I know, yeah, that's also <laughs> true. That's very true. Uh, so, yeah, I would say, uh, you know, like, in the car, singing along you to never, it, And then I'm like, you've never, I feel bad after I say that. I'm like, shit. You've never right. been in the room alone by yourself and just... No. And then said it? No. No, because I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm paranoid, dude. You, what, what are you like? Some <laughs> I'm paranoid that some some black man is just like hiding in my house, and he's like, he's gonna say it any time now. And he's saying, we got him. <laughs> they got like the fucking headphones, and the, they're in a van with the microphones. Like, hold on, we got him wired. He's gonna say it. All right, I think you need to overcome your fear. Uh, right here on the podcast, just go ahead, man. Your first time. <laughs> I, you know, my first thought was was to try to say a word um, that uh, is similar, uh, but has delete at the end of the word. Um, 
to, to yeah, just Mad Dog them. would say that on yeah. stage a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I was thinking about saying that just now I as a never... joke, but then I could see myself. I stumble over my words a lot, and this would be the <laughs> worst time to do that. <laughs> like, no, I meant to. I meant to. <laughs> yeah, dude, I saw a bit. I have to look it up on YouTube, but there was a comic who like tricked the whole audience into saying the N word. Uh, with the salt and vinegar chips. Maybe. Yeah, that's a classic one, dude. That's um, very funny. Bo Burnham did it. Uh, a few I think other it, comics. Maybe it was Bo Burnham. It. Bo Burnham does it in Make Happy. Um. Where, you know, he's like, I love peanut butter and jelly. You know, I love uh, this and that. You know, call and response. He goes, my chips, salt and vin. Uh, and, the whole, um, and then he turns on the lights. Like, who said it? Who said it? That's a pretty funny joke. Make happy. Great special. That was very funny. I should not sit. Like, I realize no. I'm sitting like this with my back to the camera. Not a uh, not a good no look. white white dudes accidentally saying the n word is hilarious. It is really that might funny. be one of my favorite things. Yeah. Um, or like, oh, who was that? Uh, was she on Fox? Who she was like, it's just a word, and then she said it like fifty times in a row on TV, and then had to apologize the next day. No, I, I want to see that clip name. though. That sounds hilarious. This was back in like oh seven oh six. Ah, uh, yep, yeah. Um, I can't remember what her name dude. was. Super Southern. You remember Paula Dean? Dude, I remember Paula watching. Dean, yeah. It wasn't Paula oh, Dean. Okay. She's a Food Network person, but she said it a lot too. <laughs> dude, I remember watching uh, ESPN, mm-hmm. and they were talking about Tim Tebow, and they're like, "He's a great leader. He's the best quarterback." And someone's like, "He's not that good." And then Lou Holtz was like, "He's not that good." And then they're like, no, Tim Tebow's amazing. Everyone plays better around him. He's a great leader. And Lou Holtz immediately said, and Hitler was a great leader. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you get what he was saying. He was trying to say that, like, that doesn't mean Tim Tebow's a good quarterback. Yeah. But, uh, dude, it was so funny because Lou Holtz at the time was, like, what, pushing 80? Lou Holtz. And so he Is had, he still alive? Yeah, dude. Holy shit. He had to, like, come back on the next day and, like, apologize yeah. for that. Uh, but he's like, but the facts are facts, you know. Like Hitler was nothing without his other five, without Goebbels, who arguably was the real brain behind all the Nazi stuff. Goebbels, Himmler, I think was another one. Mm-hmm. I get what Lou Holtz was saying. Yeah. Tebow was great because he had some great receivers around him. He had, uh, did he have oh, Percy dude. Harvin on his he had team? Percy Harvin. He had uh, who murdered Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. Uh, had a they had a really good running back behind them too. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, it dude, had like team. that team had like fifty felonies on it. Yeah, because Meyer didn't give a shit uh, when it came to recruiting. They had uh, did Urban Meyer recruit um, Cam Newton? Yeah, Cam Newton was on that team. Yeah, and then he uh, stole a laptop and got yeah, kicked got off. Kicked out of school for stealing laptops. Yeah. Uh, but Urban recruited him as well. Yeah, nice character. Uh, what a great guy. Uh, so I, I see what Lou Holtz is, is trying to say there. Yeah, dude. He's would the I man. stand behind that opinion? No, I would never say that on, on live TV, but I get what he's trying to say. I might. <laughs> um, do you prefer working with men or women? Um, uh, I haven't really found a preference. Gun to um, your head. Um, I think because... If you pick... Whatever one you don't pick. So if you say you prefer working with dudes, they kill all the women in your office. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Which one uh, are you picking? I got to pick woman because that's going to be less of a catastrophe at work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've got a lot more women working than men. Um, no, I, I think because uh, my degree was fashion design at BYU-Idaho, I was one of the only guys in almost all my classes and so I became very used to just working with women around me and stuff. Um, plus, in the creative field, uh, it's being dominated by women a lot right now, especially with the younger generations coming in. Yeah. So, I, again, I'm just kind of used to seeing more women in that area. Dude, I still don't get women. Like, I'm married. Yeah. And I'm still like, calm down. <laughs> You're acting hysterical. <laughs> I never had this issue. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, dude. Women always. Yeah. Shut up, they, bitch. They be tripping, man. <laughs> yeah, this woman be tripping. Now I'm like, dude, calm down or we'll get you lobotomized. 
Like the good old days, man. Dude, that'd be a good time. If only. You're, you imagine <laughs> if that was still going on today. Your like, wife comes home with just scrambled eggs in her brain. That's <laughs> <laughs> Instead of the pan where it's supposed to be, bitch. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So we got a new segment here. Uh-huh. While we have Clayton on as our co-host, we have a segment called Clayton Surprise. Oh, okay. The fun part of this segment is he brings in questions that I don't know anything about. Okay. I don't know what he wrote. It's going to be as big of a surprise to me as it is to you. All right. So I have two questions. <clears throat> First one is, if... Like a fourth dimensional demon creature was holding a gun to your head. Okay. And you had to pick between making sweet, gentle love to Drew or me. Who would it be? You. Me? Yeah. Why? Why is that? Well, like, I've heard your jokes about having beer cans by the, uh, by the bedside. It just, like, seems like a, a dirtier, rougher, fun time. <laughs> Whereas Drew is afraid to, like, be emotionally available. I feel like you are okay with being like, let's get silly. Let's get fun. That's so. that's true, dude. You, yeah, you and me, man. That would be that would be, be a, good a fun. One. It'd be a fun fuck. Yeah, yeah, man. It'd be great. We get we just uh, we just like get drunk and suck each other off and then play Madden. It'd be <laughs> fantastic. Dude, fuck yeah, man. Just play some video games afterwards. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck you, man. Tanner doesn't want to bang you. <laughs> ah, nuts. Okay. Um, is there any more questions after my final one? I've got no. one for you guys. Okay. Well, first, the final question, and this is very important. What's your least favorite thing about the Jews? Oh, shoot. <sighs> <laughs> oh, I got I to gotta be careful with how I answer this one. Um, I mean, you, you can love the Jews, but it doesn't mean there isn't a least favorite thing. Yeah, it's not a bad thing necessarily. Right. I, I'm not like, sure. I love my favorite, mom, but, but I have a least favorite thing about my mom. I am jealous of the Jewish culture. Mm-hmm. That like Jews like can, sucking at sports. Uh, did, not back in the day. <laughs> Bad man. news. That's uh, true. Yeah, back in the day, like they used to say that Jews had the advantage in sports. Uh, but this was back when we didn't let black people play. That's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's all Jews in the NBA. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, like not with magical sports, layups, fucking, no uh, dunks. There's some I mean, even Adam Sandler plays pretty good basketball. That's true. Um, I was trying to think of like an actual Jewish person in sports, and I was like, I actually <laughs> don't know any, but not helping my case. No, the the idea that like um, like especially like the New York Jewish culture has like so like like the cat skills. Like all you have to do if you're in, if you're Jewish, be like cat skills, and then all of a sudden they'll tell you a million stories about like things they had there, you know, and experience there, and like. Um, yeah, it just seems like there's a much tighter culture and respect within the Jewish community, you know, and like, um, yeah, it's something that I feel like as Mormons we kind of have, but not near to the extent. Uh, I will the say Jewish outside of Utah, Mormon communities are pretty Jewy. Okay, uh, yes. Um, in fact, I just moved to a new unit in Oklahoma City. Uh, it's one. It's just downstairs. So I moved from the uh-huh. upstairs to the downstairs centralized ac baby um and yeah i've only been to church once in oklahoma city but i have gone and helped uh when they've asked for me to help other people move because i knew my time was coming and so uh, yeah sure enough i messaged the bishop and i was like hey um i'm moving downstairs my knee is in pretty bad shape uh i just need some help moving down a, a couch in uh two mattresses and sure enough, six people showed 20 up. Twenty people showed up. Not know. twenty, but six did show up, um, and they are super nice. They're you know like we know we don't see a church, but like if you ever want to play Settlers of Catan, you know we like playing Settlers, and like uh, they're inviting me like pickleball and Settlers and and all of that. So like you are right that outside of Utah, having that that religion is a much oh, tighter. Oh, dude, bond. I love yeah, dude. Mormon communities outside of Utah, it's are great. Dope. It's why I can't fully leave the church. Like I don't believe any of it but the community is great um and it's why i can't fully leave so what's your least favorite thing about the jews <laughs> i told you i'm jealous i'm jealous of the, the tight culture that they have that well you like you being jealous can't be your least you're favorite right. thing it's a safe answer 
It's a safe answer. Um, when here's here's my least favorite, a hairy chest with a Jewish star. A star, it's, David. It's just gross. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> that is. I you know, <laughs> seeing that, I'm like, ah, come on, that's too Italian. That's Jews and Italians have that in common. That's true. They are basically the same thing. It's a hairy chest with a gold chain in front of yeah. it. <laughs> I like that answer. That was yeah. a that's an acceptable answer. Okay. <laughs> I think you'll keep your job even. Uh, I hope so. I hope so. So you have some questions for I us. I have a question for you guys. I think okay. this is one that maybe you should ask I've never in had future a, yeah. Let's Get Fired episodes. Turning the table. Yeah. Uh, it was one that I thought about at a comedy show the other day, and um, I am forfeiting it as a joke to do on stage to turn over to you guys to ask people on podcasts, because I think it's fun to ask each other. Can people with Alzheimer's consent to sex? Ooh. That is a good one. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, I'd say it's like drunk people. If the other person also has Alzheimer's, <laughs> then yes, game on. Um, I mean, if they have Alzheimer's, does it really matter? I think that's Clayton, a great one, though. I think shit. Clayton's like. A <laughs> It's the same way Clayton feels about teenagers. He's like, if it's a man, yeah. But if it's a lady. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because, like, I know if I go into a retirement home single, I'm going to be horny as fuck. And my grandma died with dementia, so, like, mm-hmm. my chances, whoop. Right. Uh, also, I saw a study that said acid reflux uh, medicine leads to Alzheimer's and dementia. And I take that every day. Oh, so, dude, you're screwed. I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to want to boink. True. Can I? I mean, if you if it's you're the one with Alzheimer's, man, I think uh, I think you can basically do whatever you want. Not like whatever you want, but like you know, you're yeah, a 90 year old man walking around grabbing. Yeah, but person, well, let's take gender out of it. Person A has Alzheimer's. Person B doesn't. Mm-hmm. They both. Person A consensually says yes in the moment to sex, but then later, Person A doesn't even remember that they had it. And this is the situation Person B knew they could be in. Okay. Because Person A has shown signs of, like, knew before. Are they an elderly person, or are they, like, How a young many person? younger, like... I, I, I'm assuming this is elderly. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um... Is the other person uh, also elderly? Yes. Two old people in a retirement home having sex. It happens a lot. I think uh, I think that's fine. Okay. I, th- I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna die soon. You know. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, man? Oh, I'm gonna stand by what I said. If they both have Alzheimer's, then, then it's, it's all good. good. Yeah. Alright. That was a great fucking question. Too. That was a good one. I like that. <laughs> it's a fun one that you just I'm gonna asking. spring that. Alright, so now here's how we end the podcast. Based off of all your answers, Clayton and I are going to guess if you've been fired before. Okay. What do Despite you think? The fact that you've interviewed me before. I don't remember. Okay. Uh do you want me to go first? Yeah. I I'm going to say, unless you got fired from the uh, lifeguard job, then you have not been fired before. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say he has. Okay. I, I, I think he let's peek into his world a little bit when he was saying that he like napped on his last job. You know, sometimes he just be like, you know, today, I'll hit my deadline. I don't have to work today. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say he has been fired. Are you ready for the reveal? Yes. I did also explicitly say before the layoffs. I I was laid. Well, off. no, layoff doesn't count as getting okay. fired. So I was laid off from that job. I had a pizza job where I accidentally did a no call no show. So uh, I don't know if that counts as getting fired or not either. If I technically quit, I didn't do the no call no show with intention to quit. 
So, like, I just didn't so check the schedule, right? They just let right. you go. Uh, so, yeah, so I came in the next day to look at my schedule, and my boss was like, you didn't show up for your shift and never called. And I was like, what? She's like, you're not a working here anymore. And I was like, I'm not? So, if that you counts. Have, that does count. That's yeah. Damn. That's being fired. Yeah. All right. I'm 1-0. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. All right, now the last part. Oh, shoot. Performance review. Ooh. We grade how employable you are on a scale of (laughs) 1 to 10. I, despite the, you know, I and I'm digging here, but I feel like there's a lot of time theft. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say he's a 7. He's employable. What do you think? I, uh, I'm going to also say a 7 just because of that story. Where you drank all of the soda and syrup ever. <laughs> That's pretty goddamn ridiculous, dude. And then sat out in the sun for an hour and went, why does my head hurt? Why do I get so many migraines? What's water? The stuff you swim in? Well, there you have it. You're employable. All right. Fuck you yeah, passed. Know, you have been fired once, but you're still worthy of work. All right. All yeah, right, this well, is a lot of fun. let's wrap it up. That was yeah. fun. This was fun. Awesome. Yeah. Oh. The one hard we thing did. about earrings is when you wear headphones. Oh yeah. You got the stun ones, and they just press in. Yeah. An hour and three minutes. That was perfect. It's pretty good. You're fired. It